Well, finally, Kendrick Nunn speaks out. He gives us a little bit of an update on his health and what he thinks his role with the Purple and Gold will be this upcoming season. Plus, the Lakers signed another player to training camp. And we've also got an update on Kyrie Irving and Russell Westbrook. So, there's a lot to cover tonight. Let's get right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, uh, some, some recent news. First of all, we kind of called this. We did a podcast, I think it was last week, talking about Kendrick Nunn. And now all of a sudden, we have a little bit of a, a Nunn update. Yeah, Hannah, I think we were ahead of the curve on this one. I, I, you know, have been wondering about Kendrick Nunn for a long time. As you know, it's one of the great Laker mysteries of the past few years. He joined the team to great fanfare. All the experts said, my God, you got Kendrick Nunn for the mid-level exception. What a, what a steal. And the Lakers were really looking forward to a major contribution from him last year. And, of course, as we know, he got a mysterious bone bruise in his knee in, uh, in uh, uh, training camp. Uh, and and preseason and missed the entire year. No one talked about him. No one really knew what was going on. There were very few updates, and he just ended up missing the entire year. And as we went into the summer, I was wondering, what's the story with Kendrick Nunn? And we didn't hear anything all summer either. And finally, that's why last week we did a podcast, because I was wondering what the heck is going on with Kendrick Nunn and what if he's healthy? And lo and behold, he was interviewed by Chris McGee, and he told Chris McGee that he's 100% healthy. Yeah, I mean, this is really exciting because, you know, Dad, like you said, it was so strange last season because Nunn got that bone bruise, and they said, you know, oh, he'll be out. I think originally it was like four to six weeks, and then nothing really. And then, you know, a couple months went by, and it was he'll be back in December, and then it was he'll be back first the year, and then he'll be back, you know, end of January. And then it was just radio silence. And it was frustrating for a lot of Laker fans because obviously Lakers, like you said, used their mid-level exception on him. They expected him to have a really big role. And he just missed the entire season. But now it looks like he says at least he is fully healthy. And dad, I think from what my sources have told me that if he really is fully healthy, I think he very well could be in the starting lineup. Do you think that's a good idea? I mean, what do you think? I think it's possible, Hannah. Again, I think some of it depends on whether uh, Russell Westbrook is still around or not. But, you know, I think it's safe to say that, you know, Malik Monk last year, ended up getting the minutes that were supposed to go to Kendrick Nunn. If Kendrick Nunn hadn't gotten hurt last year, I have a feeling we would have seen a lot less of Malik Monk and a lot more of Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn uh, is, you know, he's he's not a big guy. He's another small guard. God knows the Lakers have plenty of those, and that's not good. But he's a much better defender than is Malik Monk. Uh, And uh, he's a good three-point shooter, shot 38% in his last season when he played for Miami. You may recall that when they played the Lakers in the bubble, he averaged, I think he averaged 20 points a game for that uh, final series. So again, a lot was expected of him last year. A lot was uh, people looking forward to it, and it was just a, a great big thud with nothing. But now the question is, Hannah, if he's really healthy, you know, shouldn't we be keeping him? Isn't going to be you know, be at least as good as the guys we might trade him for? I mean, I think the Lakers definitely want to try to keep him. I think they want to see him play in the purple and gold. Uh, but again, I think if if we're going to make a big trade and they're demanding that we include him in the package, I think no one really, of course, besides LeBron James, I think on this team is 100% safe. But I do think that the Lakers are going to definitely want to keep Kendrick Nunn around. I think that they're expecting him to have a, a pretty big role with this team. Dad, you know, you mentioned that Malik Monk got 
the minutes that probably would have gone to none last season. So now that he is healthy, I think he's going to still, I think he's going to be on the Lakers this season. I don't think they're going to trade him unless it's, you know, something crazy happens. And I think he's going to play a pretty big role. You know, you mentioned his three-point shooting, 38% in a 2021 season. He also averaged uh, just under 15 points per game. So, you know, got a really nice offensive game. Also free throw shooting. I know that's a stat that kind of just goes overlooked, but listen, the Lakers are absolutely god-awful from the, uh, the free throw line. And Kendrick Nunn is a 93% free throw shooter. So he's got a nice offensive game. And, you know, defensively, he's pretty good as well. You mentioned guard 6'2". Lakers definitely have a lot of guards. But, you know, listen, I'm excited to see Kendrick Nunn. And I know my Laker fam really is as well. But, Ted, I want to move on. Um, speaking of a player who is not a guard, a center, actually. I know you're very excited about this. Uh, Jay Hoff, the Lakers actually announced that they signed him to training camp. So I know, Dad, he was a player that you were excited to see in the summer league. Obviously got covid and and missed some games there but he played very well for us and the Lakers definitely seem to want to give him a chance well Hannah first of all he signed an exhibit 10 contract what that means is he's going to get an an invitation to training camp he'll probably be cut at the end of training camp but then he goes to the G League uh, Laker team and the the benefit of the the uh, exhibit 10 contract is that means if he goes to to the South Bay Lakers and stays there for at least 2 months he gets a $50,000 bonus so it's sort of an incentive to have him stick around and you know all I know Hannah I, as you know I'm one of the few people I watched every uh uh summer league game both for the California Classic and in Las Vegas. Not only did he watch it, it was as if it was like Game 7 of the NBA Finals. If anyone even breathed too loud, he was, you know, screaming at us to be quiet. But, I mean, you know, listen, Dad, you're doing your scouting job, so I appreciate it. Okay, and and here's the thing, Hannah. All I know is, you know, every game he played, the Lakers lost. The Lakers won. Every game he didn't play, the Lakers lost. Uh, you know, he got COVID, unfortunately, at the end of California Classic, and he missed, I think, four games. So every game he played, they won. Every game he wasn't there, they lost. He made a big difference. He looked really good. He protects the rim. You know, uh, he's a pretty good defend, uh, uh, defender. You know, not a great rebounder for his size because he's a big guy. But what's key to Jay Huff is he can go out and hit the three-point shot. And for a stretch five, we all know how valuable that is. So, you know, I'm happy they signed him. I think a lot of Laker fans were wondering what the heck's going on with Jay Huff. He looked like the best guy in summer league. What could happen? I'm going to make a prediction, Hannah. I think Cole Swider is going to make the Laker roster. Your favorite player right now? I I think they're going to need his shooting. And I think there's a good chance he actually makes the Lakers roster. And I think Jay Huff then will be kicked up to the second two-way player uh, along with Scottie Pippen Jr. That's that's a prediction. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think there's a reasonable chance it happens. Dad, you tend to be right a lot. So, I, I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with you on this one. I'm going to agree with you. I know you'd be thrilled to see Cole Slider make the team. That is right now, you guys, besides Austin Reeves, that is my dad's favorite player. He talks about him constantly. Every morning I wake up to a text about a new Cole Slider, uh, you know, fun fact. So it's, you know, really exciting over here in this household. But I know you'd be thrilled about that. And, you know, Dad, I think Jay Huff could get that that second two-way contract, like you said, especially because of his ability to knock down the three-point shot. And for Lakers to have a stretch five like that, it'll be very beneficial just to have a guy in general who can knock down three-point shot. Besides Kendrick Nunn, um, actually no one on the Lakers roster currently can shoot better than 36% from three. So uh, I know if you're able to knock down those threes, you're definitely going to have a chance to make this roster. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But, Dad, you very well may be right. Now, I want to move on to, I know, you know, Laker fans, maybe we're getting a little sick about it, but Kyrie Irving. 
Um, there have been some updates. I mean, nothing crazy, but you know, an insider close to the Nets thinks that you know Kyrie. He doesn't really see him staying with the Nets just because obviously last season it was such a disaster. Uh, the Nets don't really want to keep him around. Now, of course, they will if they don't get a trade package that's you know good enough. But he seems to believe that Kyrie to the Lakers still is a very strong, strong possibility. Um, but it's going to have to involve a three-team trade. Yeah, Hannah, don't pay attention to all the smoke out there. Nothing is going to happen. I mean nothing until Kevin Durant's fate is decided. If Kevin Durant is is traded, and apparently he really does want to be traded, but you know he get, makes a lot of money, he's 34 years old, the Nets may or may not be able to get the value they feel they need for him. They want to trade Durant. Durant wants to be traded at this point. Uh, I shouldn't say they want to trade Durant, but Durant wants to be traded. If Durant is traded, then Kyrie Irving is going to be traded, and I think the Lakers are going to get him. No question. It may take a three-team trade, but I think they're going to get him. If Kevin Durant is not traded because they just can't find the right partner who's going to give them enough value, uh, then I think Kyrie Irving may end up you know, sticking on the team. I don't know if they're going to keep Kevin Durant for a while and then get rid of uh, Kyrie Irving. I don't think. But the point is nothing is going to happen until something happens with Durant. Either he goes or he stays. Once that happens... Then the Lakers are going to see if they get Kyrie Irving. Apparently, whether Laker fan want him or not, that's what the Lakers want. And they're not going to go on to plan B, which is Buddy Heald and the other guys, until it's decided what's happening with Kyrie Irving. If they can get Kyrie Irving, they may or may not be able to get anybody else. But if they don't get Kyrie Irving, they're going to be all in on Buddy Heald and Evan Turner. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it's becoming more apparent, too, that the Lakers, I don't think Russell Westbrook is going to be on this roster this next season. I think the Lakers are pretty desperate to get rid of him from the most recent reports and everything I'm hearing. I think they're, you know, really trying to shop him around right now. Uh, there are really, you know, three, four teams that have kind of been in the mix to maybe even be slightly interested. Of course, you know, the Nets just because of the whole Kyrie situation and then Utah, the Knicks and the Indiana Pacers, which obviously we've, you know, heard of. This isn't really anything breaking news. We've heard those teams are kind of the ones that have been potentially interested in Russ. But I think, you know, Dad, it's really becoming apparent as the summer is unfolding that the Lakers, while in the beginning of the summer looked like they were probably going to keep Russ, I think right now it's it's becoming pretty clear that they want to try to trade him if it's possible. Yeah, Hannah, I, again, I repeat Nothing is going to happen with Russell Westbrook until it's decided whether we can get Kyrie Irving or not. And that's not going to happen until after Kevin Durant's fate is decided. So we've still got a little ways to go, most likely, on this. Of course, anything could happen at any time, but I wouldn't be surprised if this stretched on well and through August, maybe even to September. At some point, there's going to be word either Kevin Durant's going to stay or he's going to go. And then if he stays, I think Kyrie Irving may stay. If Kevin Durant goes, I think Kyrie Irving is going for sure. I'm sure the Lakers will get him. It's just a question of what third team is going to have to be involved. Exactly. We're just going to have to continue to be patient. You know, Laker fam, we've really been patient a lot this summer. It wasn't quite as action-filled, uh, we thought, but I have a feeling that the fireworks are going to go off. It's going to be a pretty grand finale. So just continue being patient. I think some things are going to start to happen, like you said, Dad, end of August, maybe early September. But definitely once Kevin Durant makes his decision, that's what we're all waiting for, as we all know. But I think that's going to be it for today's show. Laker fam, though, I want to hear from you guys. Do you guys think that Kendrick Nunn, if he is you know, fully healthy and he stays in the Lakers this next season, should get that starting spot for the purple and gold? What do you think 
think of this uh, Jay Huff signing? And again, let me know what you think about Kyrie Irving. Are you losing the faith? Or are you still remaining strong that Kyrie will be at Laker next season? You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Han and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.